Podcast, the Batman podcast for people who love chipmunks. I'm Danny. I'm Matt. And Matt Escher is here. Uh, Wallace and Jacob are in New York. I'm on the road. And we are watching every Batman movie ever made from 1943 to the present. Matt, what did we watch this week? Uh, this week we watched Batmunk, which is some kind of uh, portmanteau of Batman and the chipmunks. Yes, Alvin and the chipmunks. I'm very excited to be here, Danny. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Matt is a very funny... Uh, we It's... You're not a, a comedian, or a, a, it's been a while since we've had a non-comedian uh, as a guest. How do I describe? Uh, you're a, a film auteur. Oh God! <laughs> I hope not at this point. No, no, now now I've sold out to be completely corporate. So I hope I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've uh, uh, you've certainly acted and performed in in the past, and you're you're a film expert compared to, to me i'm i'm here in uh, a capacity of my fan is out of alvin <laughs> that's right you actually uh you prepared some facts about the that's for right us. that's right um so i'd like to start off if we could just describing a bit of who alvin and the chipmunks were please um so okay so in 1958 this guy uh discovered uh, a way of kind of modifying his voice to make mm-hmm. it sound like the, the chipmunks that we we love and Love and no, no one love. Right. Um, and Danny, tell me if you've heard this song before. Actually, this is the wrong song. <laughs> He's been so long saying that. Here it is. I told the witch doctor I was in love with you. Yes. The witch doctor, yeah. I was in love with you. And then the witch doctor told me what to do. That's the first appearance of Alvin and the Chipmunks. In fact, this preceded Alvin and the Chipmunks. Oh, yeah? So they didn't become Alvin and the Chipmunks for a long time, right? It started as just the Chipmunks. That's right. That's right. That's right. And and in fact, you could really say that Alvin and the Chipmunks didn't exist uh, until, well, it, they should not have existed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think this is the only uh, the only group or the only musical entity that was um, kind of spawned out of a musical innovation, out of a technological innovation. The only one, the other one I can think of is T Pain. <laughs> out on the chipmunks and T Pain in the same category. That's right. That's right. No, I mean it, it's really weird. I think for uh, for the guy that created them to kind of Ross Bard. Bargadashian? That's right. That's yeah. right. Ross Bargadashian or Bargad- some kind of Usarian or something. I don't know. Uh, I think he's Armenian. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so you did do some research yourself. A little bit. Okay. Yeah. Um, for me, it's weird that he spawned this entire 40-year uh, history of Alvin and the Chipmunks just based on the fact that he sped up his voice a couple of times. Yeah, and he uh, like he died like pretty early on, I think. Yeah. And then his son, Ross Bargadashian Jr., took over. And then from there, uh, their corporate overlords. Yeah. I think <laughs> yeah. he's completely out of the picture now. <laughs> I think he's still, I think Ross Bargadashian is still like an, involved in a lot of chipmunk stuff, but it's become much bigger. I think originally Ross Bargadashian Sr. Uh, did all the voices and did everything. Mm-hmm. And now it's become like a bunch of people involved. And, uh, so what is your history with the I don't know, chipmunks? What is your history with Batman? Did you know about this beforehand? Did you? 
Do you like Batman? Do you like the Chipmunks? I, I like Batman. I'm not quite as big a fan of you as of Batman, but you know, I've <laughs> been getting is. into it uh, ever since the Christopher Nolan stuff prior mm-hmm. to that too. Um, I don't know. I really like Batman. Is I guess he's my favorite superhero. <laughs> I should hope so if I'm on the show, right? <laughs> You're not a big superhero guy. No, 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 no. It's okay. Then. It's okay. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my involvement with Alvin and the Chipmunks is considerably less. Mm-hmm. I do remember growing up in you know the '90s and. And kind of watching them and, and being and being aware of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I never dressed as them. I never I really. Well, I guess <laughs> is that a thing? Dressing as the chipmunk? The chipmunk? I don't know. Maybe uh, in Halloween. <laughs> maybe in, in certain you know fetish bars. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let me ask you this: Who, which chipmunk do you identify most with? Okay, well, let me think. There's, there's uh, Theodore, who's like the the little dumb fat one. Right, the gay stereotype. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a stereotype that all gay people are fat? No, no, no. He's just, when you hear him talk, you're like, what are you trying to do? Why? And then there's, uh, is it Edward? No, Simon. Simon's Simon? like the yeah. nerd. Yep. And then Alvin's the, the cool one, who's like kind of a rebel and breaks all the rules. He's some weird anarchist. I don't know. Yeah. Did you know this? Did you know that there's a chipmunk punk? Yeah. I, I think I've heard of that. I don't want to digress too much, but you know, I think it's no, kind of... No, go for it. I mean, I, I didn't. I didn't actually listen to it. It's, just it's like an album of like punk songs done by the Chipmunks. Yeah, right? I, I think I want to say Alvin and the Chipmunks Christmas special. Um, <laughs> Kurt Cobain like consistently listed it in his diaries as one of his favorite albums. Why? I don't know. Kurt Cobain was a big fan of the Chipmunks. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I guess that makes me uh, appreciate both the Chipmunks and Kurt Cobain differently. <laughs> <laughs> chipmunks more, Kurt Cobain less. Right. If you, if you through those lines, meeting it through the Chipmunks, Kurt Cobain is, is uh, far lesser figure now. Yeah. Although it's interesting, is a chipmunk punk, is, is it subversive or not? I don't, I don't know. I think anything, once it becomes a novelty record, it, it takes away from its artistic credibility. So it started the novelty record. Yeah. And it didn't stop being a novelty record. Yeah. What's interesting, I think, about the Chipmunks is that they, they don't, I mean, they do their own songs, but, mm-hmm. but really their thing is just to take Katy Perry songs, mm-hmm. you know, the Clash songs, yeah. the case may be, and just change their voices to chipmunk voices. Yeah, That's just it. speed up the voices. That's their entire <laughs> shtick. Um, yeah, and, and uh, I guess we were talking about this a little bit earlier. Um, we, you know, we, we found, uh, you know, this movie um, kind of through illicit means. Mm-hmm. And the episode that followed, the Batmunk episode, was a Treasure Island episode. So Yeah, I, I thought that this was a full movie, and it's not. It's really, it's a, uh, it was released as a DVD, but the DVD is just multiple episodes of Alvin and the Chipmunks. Right, right. And it's called Alvin and the Chipmunks Go to the Movies, so they had a Batman parody, then they did Treasure Island, and then Sherlock Holmes. I, I want to say that they're a major influence on culture today, <laughs> and the fact that they produce nothing original. <laughs> they're just doing versions of versions of versions yeah so so i you know, correct me if i'm wrong i just want to get the breakdown right sure so this movie is a parody of a batman movie yes the first batman movie of of many other iterations well, the the 1989 1981 yes. specifically which is itself a the, a, a version of I, I 30 years of comics prior to that right uh 50? 50, 50, okay. Um, it, it, it drives me nuts when people say that's the first Batman movie and I have to be like, no, 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 no. There's, <laughs> there's like 40 before that. So remind the audience, what was the first Batman movie? The first one we covered on this show was the 1943 Batman serial. My God. Yeah. Then it goes into the 49 serial, then there's a bunch of Filipino movies. Um, there's uh, 
Batman Dracula, the Andy Warhol film, um, The Wild World of Batwoman, uh, the 1966 Adam West Batman movie, uh, James Batman, the, the Batman James Bond crossover, <laughs> La, La Mujer Musilago, the Mexican Batman, Batwoman film. There's a lot of them. So it sounds like, and, and I hope the audience will forgive me for not listening to the back episodes of this. Um, <laughs> You're not the only one. It's good. Okay, yeah, very good, very good. It's everyone. I'll get back to it at some point. Um, but getting back to just the breakdown. So mm-hmm. we've got Batman, which is himself uh, a many faceted, you know, many, 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 many iterations prior to, to this version of mm. the Alvin sure. and the Chipmunks version. The Alvin and the Chipmunks version is, was conceived after this, you know, this racist song or this witch doctor song mm-hmm. just by the, the vocal effects. They don't appear to have any any kind of uh, you know it, originality to them, but they keep going through the years too. And, and now we finally arrived at 1990. They've morphed into this weird anthropomorphic. I don't know what they are. They're they're like the size of toddlers. <laughs> yeah, they don't really look anything like chipmunks. No, they just look like kind of weird looking people. And they've got like weird awful turtlenecks. Yeah. God. What is? I was trying to research this and I couldn't find anything about what their backstory is. Because they're, they, it's they're they're raised by like a human guy named Dave. He's like a single dad who's adopted these three chipmunks. What's the, the man of the curious George? Some kind of curious George scenario. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> and Dave just his whole personality, I, I guess originally was just him yelling at Alvin. That's how he came back <laughs> on, the al- on the albums. He just yelled, Alvin. Interesting. Yeah. So, so Dave's even more mysterious. Yeah. I mean, he shows up in the the show like a little bit. He's not in Batmunk. Uh, but in the, the Treasure Island one and the, the Sherlock Holmes one, he's a little more present. Yeah. Um, let, let's get into to this. This came out in um, 19... I think it was 94. What was it? Okay. Um, it was 1990. 1990. 1990. Because the Batman Returns didn't, and uh, so it, it starts off with the the three chipmunks are they're turning Dave's car into a Batmobile so that they can watch TV in it. It's they're just putting fins on the back and like strapping a TV to the dashboard, and because they, they want to go to like a drive-in. Right, right, right. I don't know why they want to do that. Do they not have VHS? <laughs> how do they even have this this movie? Do they pirate it or I, they must have vhs because how are they watch unless they're just watching it on tv Betamax, maybe or the, it's just like live on television that they're supposed to be watching it it's not clear i don't know why this whole are framing they even watching de- anything <laughs> this whole framing device just doesn't it's not necessary it just makes it more confusing so I, i'd like in you know it's 2017 i'd like to just congratulate the chipmunks movie for uh for having chipmunks finally represented as superheroes hashtag reputation <laughs> um yeah, no, it is a weird frame there. So anyway, they get into it. And yeah. then t- walk us through the, the first scene. Well, uh, Theodore is forced into the backseat because it wouldn't. they say it wouldn't be a real drive-in if there wasn't someone in the backseat, which I, I don't know what that means. Is that some kind of like make-out reference? I, that's what I was thinking. Is that what they mean? That doesn't... Oh, Danny, there are all kinds of weird <laughs> Easter eggs. I hope you found some. I don't know what else that could be. But he's just in the backseat alone. <laughs> like is that is he supposed to be just jerking off this whole movie? 
I mean, that's the only conclusion I can draw. <laughs> I don't know what else. No, and, and I hope the audience will forgive us, too, for being millennials and not having attended sure. a drive-in. Yeah, I, I don't know all the rules of a drive-in. <laughs> like, it, you go with, like, two people, and like, okay, one of us has to get in the back seat. And one, one of us has to watch. Right. <laughs> you want to jerk off or should I? <laughs> all right, uh, that one in a dark place. Yeah. All right, so the first scene. He's also, uh, he's just spilling popcorn, like, all over the place. <laughs> He just jumps into the car with two big barrels of popcorn under his arms. And you wonder if Dave is, is regretting his decision to adopt these children. <laughs> and teach them how to talk and teach them how to make messes. Do, do yes. chipmunks have opposable thumbs? Uh, I, I think these ones do. What does their diet consist of? Real chipmunks or these ones? I thought you were the expert, Danny. Are you listening to this podcast? <laughs> yes, this chipmunks podcast. <laughs> chipmunks podcast. That'll be my next <laughs> podcast in 2032 when I'm done watching every Batman movie. I'll go into every out in the chipmunks thing. Before we stray too far, there is something I wanted to ask you as a Batman expert, as sure. the Batman expert. Uh, if you were to take any of uh, any of the Batman uh, stories, any of the graphic novels, mm-hmm. which do you think is the most chipmunk appropriate? You know, they, they chose. <laughs> They chose the '89 version where you know you know Joker's involved, yeah. Mickey Vale's involved, right? Whatever, you know they they made their decision because you know it probably wasn't a decision that was probably trying to cross market. Fair enough, sure. But you know, this is Frank Miller involved in, in Chipmunk, or which do you think is more? Ooh, Frank Miller stories would be weird with the Chipmunk. Um, God, I don't know. I, I guess uh, um, that's a good question. Maybe uh, maybe. Batman and Robin, the the George Clooney one with chipmunks, Ooh, it's one. already so corny and so cheesy that That's just right. it. I feel like the chipmunks could just step in there very easily. Have you already done that podcast? We have. Okay, so did you discuss this? As was the question raised? Uh, was Batman and Robin written as if it were for chipmunks? <laughs> that didn't come up. Right, you know, they up. did. Joel Schumacher on, on set between every take would uh, he had a big megaphone. And shout, remember everyone, this is a cartoon. We're making a cartoon. This is just a live action cartoon. God, I wish I wish someone would shout that in twenty seventeen. <laughs> you wish someone would just shout that at your just work. Shout that. Just just uh, you know, if if the uh, you know, whoever the, the press secretary of the day is would just shout This is our cartoon, this is not real. This is all make believe. Anyway, I'm sorry. Uh so they, they get into like this argument. Theodore likes uh the superhero movies because the hero always wins. Alvin likes villains because he's a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> and Edward likes the triumph of good over evil, which is, that's also a weird stance for a child to, yeah. to say. I mean, this is like us coming off the, you know, the Reagan, uh, the Reagan years. Right? Yeah. So we want law and order, right? <laughs> I mean, I mean, Alvin is nothing if not a metaphor for you know crack, right? <laughs> for anarchy. For anarchy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it just, it's just. So it, Simon is a fascist. <laughs> Simon is a straight fascist. Yeah. I think so, right? Didn't he just say I like law and order? What did he <laughs> yeah, say? Yeah, he says something like that. He likes the triumph of good over evil. The triumph of good over evil. And they get into this weird argument where it's them and their squeaky voices, and it's. Uh, the villains, the triumph, the villains, the triumph. <laughs> it's a little bit, I don't know, a little bit unnerving. Yeah. Uh, so they start watching Batmunk, and uh, Batmunk is he's in his uh, his bat plane, and he stops this uh, this bunch of goons who are who are robbing. They're uh, replacing Batmunk toys with 
jokester toys, not joker, jokester toys. Uh, and he chases them the, the bat plane, which then turns into a bat mobile and then a bat car. Does that happen in real Batman? I'm trying to remember. Um, in Batman Forever, the plane turns into a boat at one point. That's right. I don't recall any other time in batman in uh dark knight rises he uses like a helicopter that he also kind of treats it like a car but it's doesn't actually have wheels i mean isn't the point of, what's the point of being a billionaire if you can't have multiple vehicles <laughs> yeah really well having one vehicle that can turn just seamlessly from a car to a plane to a boat and that's pretty amazing yes all right not i'm sorry batman you're, you're quite right <laughs> um go ahead yes please address me as batman from now on <laughs> I was talking to Batman himself, but yeah. <laughs> um, so, so, the, so they're replacing the Batman toys with jokester toys. Yes. And uh, he chases them in this chipmunk's version of uh, Road to the Danger, Highway to the Danger Zone, like that Top Gun song. Don't go to the danger zone. <laughs> Something like that. But sped up really. Um, so so when I was watching this on uh, through illicit means, it, it took so long to load that that, yes. that scene took about twenty minutes. <laughs> uh, so he he basically just corners them, and um, uh, he, he agrees to let them go though if they'll be good. And like yes, we promise. Please just let us go. Just don't turn us into the cops. We'll do anything. Sounds like due process to me. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, okay, I'll let you go. Just promise you'll be good. And they're like, haha, we tricked you. We're not gonna be good. And just immediately. Oh no no, you forgot the you forgot the line. You'll never get us to give up our life of crime. <laughs> Duly noted. Yes, like you, you you could. He was gonna let you just walk away. You didn't have to shout that. <laughs> you could just like let him leave, maybe, yeah. and then go about your day. Right. He's not going to follow up on this if you just go back to crime. Yeah, he might. I mean, they appear to be the only bad guys in the entire city. Yeah, that's true. In fact, they appear to be one of the only ten people in the entire city. Yeah, this is not a well-populated city. I, I wonder if, because uh, I'm just not that familiar with the chipmunks. I, I remember watching this episode a bunch of times as a kid. okay. But I don't know the chipmunks that well outside of this. And most of the characters look to be based on other chipmunks. These three characters, I, I don't know if they have a normal chipmunk equivalent. So it, it's, it's funny that you ask because there was one scene, I, I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. I think it was some kind of uh, scene with Vicki Vale and, and Bruce Wayne. Oh, no, no, you mean Mickey Mail. Okay. And right, Bryce whatever. Wayne. Get off my back. Right? <laughs> Bryce Wayne. Um, yeah, where, you know, they're chatting or whatever, yeah. and they're like these figurines, these kind of like background people looking things mm -hmm. in the background. They're not moving, right? It's not clear if they're alive or if yeah. they're set pieces or whatever, whatever is going on. But they're there. They're yeah. there. So we can we can at least put that to, to rest. That mm -hmm. there are both people and chipmunks, and they coexist peacefully. Um, you know, there are no camps or anything like that. Right, right. Um, the the animation in this is not. I've seen worse animation, right. but it, it's it's not like Hanna Barbera level. <laughs> Like, they keep, every time they talk, they're like, let me just raise up this newspaper in front of my mouth before I give this speech. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, but it's not really high-quality animation. Batmunk's underwear just disappears a few times. Like the color will just change in one shot. Are you saying that due to the production value, you were unable to be immersed in the, the, the Batmunk experience? <laughs> it, it just bothers me a little when, when things aren't consistent, when something just disappears for a moment and comes back. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we're getting back to this. So they replaced the jokes to, to Batmunk toys. Yes. Why are they Batmunk toys? 
that's uh, Bryce Wayne's job in this is he's a, a toy maker. Why did he make that milk toys? It raises, on the nose, right? yeah, it raises some interesting ethical questions is because he doesn't seem that concerned with stopping crime in general. It's only crime against himself. Isn't that what Batman's always against them? Isn't that like what he's always about? No, like, not not always. He's, he's like a billionaire. He's trying to preserve the set quo. Yeah, know? but I mean, he'll he'll go after like a mugger or something, right? That's or true. a murderer. This is only focused on people stealing from Bryce Wayne. Just just a reactionary. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, that's true. And and uh, so in defense of Bryce Wayne mm. making toys about Batmunk, mm. uh, if we've learned nothing else, the chipmunks are super into crop promotion. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's true. So, no problem. No problem there. Uh, so, he, he agrees to let them go, and they say, we'll never give up on life of crime. That's right. And they, they pull out guns, but then the guns that they shoot have, it, it looks like a cork and then like a rope attached to it. And it just kind of wraps around Batmunk and ties him up. <laughs> and they, they run off, and he says, like, oh, I hate it when that happens. And uh, press, like, a button on his belt, and these, this giant pair of scissors comes out and just cuts off the, the ropes. Um, so... Did I get this right? Is Batman kind of afraid of the police? Does he say, like, oh, the police is coming and all that stuff, and it kind of ran away. He's like, okay, whatever, I won't turn. You know, did you get yeah. that Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, There's I, no Gordon character. Right. I, I guess they just didn't have time. There's so We can't. We already are using three characters, and so we, we don't know who the analog would be for the four. Maybe Dave would be Gordon. Yeah. Uh, Dave's missing from, from this. I guess he would be the, the fourth if they had... If this was longer, I'm sure they'd find a way to fit him in as Gordon. Yeah, it's an interesting question about how they would incorporate a, a dad figure in a you know a show about Simon being a fascist. <laughs> it's like the authoritarian's authoritarian. Right. Is he like the Grand Emperor Snook in this? <laughs> uh, so Batmunk then he uses all these gadgets to to capture the the villains. Then he says, "Oh, the police are coming! I've got to get out of here." Yeah, why did he do that? Whatever. I, I guess he's a vigilante. What he's doing is not. I mean, if it's going, yeah. if it's kind of based on the 1989 Batman. He, was he afraid of the police? I don't know if he's afraid of the police, but he had kind of an adversarial relationship with them. Okay, it's complicated. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, was there no Gordon in, in the 1989? I think there was, but it was take, takes place at like the very beginning of Batman's career, and he's still kind right. of like a myth, and the police are like kind of looking for him, but kind of like, no, he's not real. When did Gordon appear? I think he was in that Batman one. Returns? I'm pretty sure he was he was in the first one. If not, he was definitely he had to be in Batman Returns. Uh, for the audience, I'd like to to thank Danny for pretending to not be a, uh, the resident expert on Batman. <laughs> they, I've seen so many of these; they blend together a little bit. Uh, back in the Batcave, uh, Alfred or not Alfred, uh, Happy, who's uh, <laughs> I mean, come on, yeah. He's Theodore. He's just on the bat motorcycle, just making revving noises with his mouth. <laughs> I this was my favorite moment. In this. Was, yeah, I, I didn't even notice it. It was good, good eyes. Oh, I really you that like made that? me laugh really hard. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, he looks really funny as Alfred. He's just this short little fat chipmunk. It's he's got like a little pencil, pencil mustache. mustache. <laughs> um. So then he. Uh, uh, he helps Bryce Wayne to, to bed and gives him some uh, some food and puts him to bed. And then Bryce Wayne is just sleeping upside down. That's right. That's like right. A, like a bat. It's interesting how, I mean, I, I'm sure for you this is 
uh, part and parcel with the Na 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 podcast. Mm -hmm. But it's interesting to see what elements they decide are are fundamental to uh, the Batman character, mm -hmm. right? The whole sleeping upside down. I remember Michael Keaton doing that, but I don't remember yeah. subsequent Batman doing that. No, I don't think any other Batman has done that. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Just some kind of like exotic torture. Yeah, it sounds awful. How long will he pass out? Yeah. Does, he, does he suspend his blood or something? Yeah, or? really. Yeah, I can't imagine how you wake up from that. Like you, it's <laughs> just trying to get out of bed when you're you gotta lift yourself up and Frank. It sounds dangerous. It does. I can't. I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, can you, you can imagine something being drawn and quartered in that way. Yeah. Yeah, for for like a. I think that was a thing, like an exercise thing in the, the 80s. Okay. Uh, but you just like dangle there? Or like you, you do sit-ups from sure, that position that's, or something? That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're that. doing that for like, you're upside down for like a few minutes. You're not sitting there just motionless for eight hours. We don't know how long Batman sleeps. <laughs> you think he just sleeps a few minutes? It's just maybe a few minutes. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Because <laughs> that's true, right? Because I mean, let's, let's think about this. So he mm -hmm. spends all night fighting crime. Mm-hmm. He spends all day being Bruce Wayne. Mm -hmm. When does he sleep? Uh, Bruce Wayne's kind of a playboy. He gets up late and uh -huh. doesn't do a lot. Okay. Um, also, though, when when you're sleeping, they had him as kind of sleeping kind of bat-like with his very dignified looking and almost like arms crossed. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. You'd be sleeping just with your arms just dangling above <laughs> your head. Yeah. <laughs> Snoring and carrying on. Yeah. Um, so the, at the jokester's lair, jokester is, uh, Alvin, of course, looking like a, a clown. By the way, can I say he looks nothing like Alvin? Yeah. Pretty much. He just looks like a weird Pennywise thing. I don't yeah, know. it doesn't really look like the Joker or Alvin. <laughs> <laughs> this is just, this entire, this entire episode of Alvin and Chimney is just a bad reading of Batman. Yeah. It, it's like someone who heard about Batman. <laughs> Maybe saw the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> but like a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, what's Batman doing? He sleeps upside down, right? <laughs> That's a bad thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I used to do this bit about Batman about how like um, uh, it's like a, oh I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna dress up like like a bat you know I'll I'll uh, uh, fuck how did it go I'm gonna throw boomerangs at criminals you know like a bat like a bat <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna dress up in a rubber suit you know like a bat. Yeah, and I'll, I'll have these big pointy ears. Uh, oh, you mean like like bad ears? No, won't look anything like that. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not. More like horns. Yeah. Uh, so the the three goons are named Mo, Curly, and Chuckles. That's weird. I yeah. That is good call. Good yeah. Catch. Where's Larry? Where's Larry? Why would you go so close? You know what the... it is? Back at the lair. Uh... This is when I get kicked out of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Maybe they just want to tease you with it. Maybe that's. A, I guess that's a joke, but it, it feels like a joke that no kid watching this is gonna get. And it's. Yeah. Frankly, as an adult, I'm more confused lazy. by it than, yeah. than laughing. <laughs> Why? It, what, what is this supposed to? Who are you supposed to? Who are you trying to? Yeah, it's not know? funny. It, it's more confusing. I'm just like, wait, did you not know the names of the three Stooges? <laughs> Is it possible this was an accident? It's just a happy coincidence? Yeah. Um, or an Alfred coincidence? That's right. That's right. An Alfred coincidence. Yeah. Um, no, I really want to find these authors and track them down. Oh, God. So that would be questions. amazing. <laughs> Why? And they're like, I, I don't know. It was a paycheck. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was on a lot of coke. They just said, 
do a Batman thing. I'm like, I saw that a few years ago. I kind of remember that movie. You know, when when De- uh, Ross, whatever his name was, uh, created Alvin the Chipmunks, at least he had the decency to do it under a pseudonym of David Seville. Yes. <laughs> these 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 screenwriters, not so much. They, he knew that there's no way an Armenian man could get work in Hollywood back in the 60s. That's right. That's right. Some kind of crypto-communist. Is it... Um, uh, it's kind of nice to think that there's... Without the Armenian genocide, we would not never have had Alfred the Chipmunks. Right. He probably wouldn't have come to the U.S. And <sighs> so one, one good thing came out of that, right? That's true. Let's call it one. <laughs> um, Millions of people died, but we did get the Chipmunks. Is... Is is Alvin supposed to be a communist? Uh, I don't I don't think it's that well thought well, out. He's got the red communist. He's got the red China colors. <laughs> I think you're putting too much thought into it. I don't know. I don't know. I, and I, I, you know, I, I'm not an expert, right? I'm yeah. just asking questions. I, <laughs> I think he's like a six year old. I don't think six year olds can be communists. <laughs> six year olds don't have that much thought into. There's a, a, a who's the the atheist guy um, uh, Dawkins. Where, okay. Where he, talks about like he doesn't like um uh defining children as this child is a muslim this child's a christian because they're 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 four years old they don't understand what that means they can't it's like saying uh oh yeah my kindergartner is a marxist like no he he can't be a marxist (laughs) they haven't been adequately imprinted yeah they they don't his parents can be marxist the the four-year-old doesn't know what that means although you know it's interesting too how uh how this this show is very explicitly kind of a, a capitalist propaganda Mm-hmm. You know, oh yeah this fixation on toys and yes and on on protecting your own profits <laughs> and Not ignoring sure. all other crimes making sure Simon sits in the backseat that's right is that a capitalist <laughs> thing I don't know it's some kind of you jerking, know, off, in the back <laughs> jerking <laughs> off in the backseat jerking off in the anyway uh, so did did Joko kill those people uh, I don't that? think so because I think they come back later don't they or some version of them some clone. See, he asked them for uh, for their new toys. He wants them to, and I guess they, their toys are supposed to be evil, or like dangerous. Okay. Because one has like a, a puzzle, and he's like, look, it's this puzzle, and you take it apart, and you can't put it back together. Because one of the pieces is wrong. It doesn't fit properly or something. Okay. And Joker's, Joker's like, eh, fuck you, that's dumb. <laughs> it hits like a button, and like, the guy... A spring like launches him through the ceiling, and this guy's like, "That's gonna hurt, right?" Yeah, in a non-cartoon, it killed somebody. <laughs> all right, all right, good, all right, good. <laughs> that's what you. That's what you want. That's what I thought I wanted from you. Yeah. Uh, and then the the next one has a a super ball. He's like, "Look, it's a super ball that never stops bouncing," <laughs> and they're like, "Is that even evil?" <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like kind Are of like Batman or like Dante's Inferno. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, it's kind of ironic yeah it's it's also kind of like a physics breaking like the greatest this re- he's <laughs> perpetual revo- motion yeah he's revolutionized physics yeah and jokes is like no fuck you i'm gonna spray you with water for my my flower and what does jokester want I, how can he, it be stopped he wants great toys i don't know what he wants to do with the toys i'm not sure if he's selling them or if he just wants them for himself it's not clear i don't remember what the 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 toy ended up being it, it never says. I had some adult beverages. I don't... <laughs> it never says. Okay. Uh, that, I, I, that was driving me... Well, we'll get to that in a, in okay. a minute. Some kind of Maltese Falcon Rosebud scenario? Yeah. Um, uh, so, at Wayne 
manner, uh, Mickey Mail, not Vicky Vale, Mickey Mail, the, the reporter, shows up to interview Bryce Wayne, the inventor, about his new toy. And uh, in the as they're doing the, the interview, Happy dresses up in the bat costume. He's wishing he could be more like Bryce Wayne and just does not fit him at all. It's way too big and baggy. And um, he, going back to the gay stereotype, he has a line about like, oh, I wish I could be more like Mr. Uh, Mr. Wayne. Mr. Wayne is so dashing. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And then, and at that point when, when uh, Mickey Mail comes in, he, he's like nervous. Yeah. It's confusing. She also, she has no idea what uh, Bryce Wayne looks like and she thinks Happy's Bryce Wayne at first. That's right. Which actually is, I think it happens in the 1989 Batman too, so they get a pass on that one. <laughs> is this what happened before the internet? <laughs> Can we get some paparazzi after this one? <laughs> People just had no idea what anyone looked like. Everyone just had face blindness Why? until 1985. <laughs> 1995. Um, yeah. Um, Alright, so... Uh, so he, he dressed up in the bat costume and then he is just like hitting buttons on the, the utility belt. And one of them, I guess, is like a, a rocket pack, jet pack. That's right. And so he kind of flies around the Batcave and uh, ends up crashing through a wall. And then Vicky Vale sees him. Yeah. What's up with that? And she's just kind of like, oh, that's that's fine. You just crashed through this wall. And you're dressed like Batman. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, uh, uh, do you want some tea? Like, Why? Yeah. <laughs> she's just, she's a reporter. She should have questions. <laughs> she, yeah. She should, right? Yeah. We, the audience should at least have questions. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what, what this business designer did. Just... If anyone just crashes through your wall under any circumstances, She's that saying, should be a big deal. Bummer. hate it when that happens, <laughs> at the very least. Let me get back to the conversation I was having before. Yeah, how rude. Yes. <laughs> your, your butler is dressed up as Batman, burst through the wall. <laughs> Uh, so the goons try to, to break into um, uh, to Bryce Wayne's safe with exploding cigars to steal his new toy. Um, a, a big part of this plot is he's got hold this... On, hold on, hold on. We, we gotta go skip back. something? Yes, because you you, uh, you forgot. We didn't address the conversation. So Vicky Vale is talking, is talking to Bruce Wayne. Mickey Mail. Mickey Mail is talking to Bryce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says, isn't uh, about Bruce Wayne's toy. Yeah. Isn't it a little small? Did she say she that? Said, Isn't this a little small? That's not a penis joke. I don't know what it is. <laughs> so he's, he's got... Uh, part of the, the plot is that he's got this new toy. Right. And it's supposed to be like the greatest toy of all time. And nobody knows what it is. He's going to be de- debuting it at this big party. Right. And... Um, but he's he's got it locked up in this safe at his workshop, so the goons try to break in. I mean, maybe he's saving it for marriage. I don't know. <laughs> you think he's just got like this dick keep <laughs> stored in a safe? He's got some weird chassis to build, <laughs> some bat chassis to build. <laughs> uh, so, um, he, they uh, they they try and steal the the toy from the safe, and Mickey Mail just shows up and gets a picture of them. <laughs> So they chase her and the... Why is she, why is she there? I don't know. I, I don't know. It doesn't... She I, just is. <laughs> She's just there. Is she I, clearly a journalist? Yeah, I think so. I think okay. they, they say that. Uh, I'm glad you don't remember because I wasn't sure if that was just a deficiency in my notes or 
if I mean, get ready to look at the, the comments on your iTunes page. Yes. Oh, there's so many comments. The, the so audience many. is gonna, the audience gonna tell us. Yeah, there's so many people who listen to this <laughs> and they just pick apart everything I say. So go back and watch Batmunk. Yes. Even if it takes them four hours. <laughs> so many Chipmunks fans and Batman fans just converging. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, so Mickey Mill gets a picture of the the goons uh, stealing his safe, and they and the the jokester chaser they, they get into the the jokester's car, which looks like um, uh, what, what was that like Hanna Barbera cartoon with like the living car speed buggy or something? The race death race or whatever. Death race. I don't know. Not on Okay, it's just a car with a face, basically. That's all I'm. It's it's a car with like garish colors. The the jokester's car is a garish colored car with a, a big face on it, like a mouth and stuff. And it some arms come out of the the mouth, like grab Mickey and put her in the the trunk, which is in the front. <laughs> <laughs> well put, Danny. Thank yes. you for that. Um... So Batmunk chases them, and this this uh, this car chase ensues. They. They pour nails onto the road from the, the jokester's car, pours nails on the road, and then... Uh, Why do they care if they get her photo? If, they, if she gets their photo? Uh, that's a good question. I don't, I don't know. All right, so let me break this down, right? Yeah. First of all, they're one of the only people in the entire city. <laughs> right, let's not forget yeah. that. Let's not lose sight of this. Right. Two, they're dressed up like clowns. <laughs> right. Do they think that they're just going to walk around the street and be like taken for some street performer or... I guess I can take off the clown makeup, though. Sure, but then she's got a picture of them with clown makeup. Yeah, you that's know? true. I, I mean, I don't know if maybe in a police lineup. I don't know. Well, I guess her taking the picture proves that she didn't do the crime. <laughs> so that that must have been it. Yeah, but doesn't prove it. I mean, it just proves that she was at the at the scene of the crime and nothing oh, else. Right? That's, that's true. That's you true. So I guess it doesn't limit the suspects at all. Superstitious. Yeah, super, you know, I'd be suspicious. Uh, so Batman, uh, Batmunks sucks up the, the nails with a magnet that comes out of the car. And then, um, they, the, the jokester car kind of, uh, Bat, Batmunk hits like the, the nitrous and zooms ahead, yeah. but then their car like goes up on stilts and Batmunk just zooms under it. The jokester car, the mouth like comes up and just bites the Batmobile. Yeah. Batmunk mobile. Uh, <laughs> and then Batmunk shoots a grappling hook from his car to turn just like in uh, Batman returns and just kind of swings around and comes around the back of them again. He jumps onto the, the jokester car, cuts a hole in the top and drops a bomb inside I saw that. and he grabs Mickey mail and escapes. And then they're all freaking out, but the bomb is just a toy. It just like opens up and it's just like a little Batmunk figure. It says like, boom, ha ha. You missed one of the better lines. Oh, what, what uh, was when it? one of the the, the the I think it's the villain. It was either the villain or the jokester. I forget. It said, "This time I'm going to bring Batman to his knees." <laughs> There's a lot of sexual stuff yeah. I didn't pick so up. So I want to talk about talk to these authors, yeah. talk to these screenwriters, see yeah. where their head was at. I like that you said it was either the villain or the jokester. <laughs> like you don't see the jokester as the villain. No, no. This. <laughs> Whatever one of the one of his goons. Yeah. No, you're right. I like don't see the, him. maybe I don't see him as a villain. He's misunderstood. misunderstood. Yeah. yeah. I mean, who put a who put a who threw a bomb in the car? The yeah, Joe's true. Or the Batman. It's true. He's just a competing business. Capitalism isn't. There's no villains in capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> who's the, who's okay, the hero? Who, the, who, 
Who's the hero and who's the villain between Coke and Pepsi? Just, it's all just a matter of perspective. All right, so when we get home, I'm going to make a license, license, uh, whatever, bumper sticker. There's no villains in capital. <laughs> uh, but it does seem odd that Batman is dropping a bomb into the car, and also that the bomb is a toy. It's a joke. Right. That seems like something that the jokester would be doing. That's right. It doesn't feel like a Batman move. God, you're right. It just it was weird. It's a weird choice. Um, before the jokester can, so, so the Mickey Mouse has escaped, but they did still get the toy from the safe. Okay. And before the jokester can unwrap the toy, but didn't look at it. They didn't look at it. at it. It's it's all wrapped up. It's in like a paper package. It's very. <laughs> it's a weirdly shaped thing. You can't. You really can't tell what this is. Yeah. Uh, he's about to unwrap it. But then Mickey goes on TV to announce the toy was uh, was just a fake, and the real one will be announced at the benefit tonight. I, again, I don't know why he wants this toy. Is he? What is he doing with the toy that it matters if it's a fake? <laughs> That's right. He never unwraps it. So how does he, he know what it is? Yeah. Why does he? Yeah, is the ink? I don't know. And the idea that you would put a fake toy in this safe. To 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 throw him off, yeah, of the real toy. Yes, it, whose purposes are unclear. Yeah, exactly. It's I don't think it really is a. Do you did you get did you think it was supposed to be? Did you take Mickey Mail at her word that it's a fake, or do do you think that was a bluff? I think that was a bluff. I, I think it was a bluff too. Yeah. No, I mean we we call it a bluff. I yeah. Mean, we're smarter than the audience than uh, you know, whatever <laughs> the characters. But I just the idea that the jokester would think that this that they anticipated that he would come and open up that safe and steal the toy, and so they put a fake toy and nothing else in that safe. Were there no guards? I could have sworn that like no, because if there's a guard, that would be another person in the safe. That's right. No, that's right. They can't. I mean, they can't like show up ex nihilo, right? Yeah. They, gotta they can't have any extras somewhere. in this. <laughs> right. Only only carries the speaking lines. Yeah. Um. So he doesn't bother to unwrap it because it's a fake. So why even look at what it is? Oh, it doesn't even matter. So if, yeah. if they're good little consumers, what does that even mean to be a fake toy? A fake toy. <laughs> I, I guess it just like a placebo toy. Or... <laughs> I guess that it's it just nobody knows what it is. So he could just and it's all wrapped up. So he could just put like a, a hunk of plastic and wrap it up. And... I mean, it's not like a counterfeit Louis Vuitton thing, right? It's like. Yeah. I mean, it, it was just a prototype. It's not like a fake toy. Right. It's just a toy they don't release. And it's not even like it's... Like there, when Beanie Babies were a big thing, you'd have like knockoff Beanie Babies, but... Right. This isn't like a, a Bryce Wayne knockoff. It's still made by Bryce Wayne. Yeah. So it's not a fake... Are you saying... Are you, so is, is Bryce Wayne saying that the authentic form of his toy... Is somewhere else, right? And if this is just some some uh, lesser, fallen <laughs> version of the toy, yeah, I, maybe it's it's a just a non-working prototype. It's like a demo <laughs> of it, but but still, wouldn't you? Even if it we're just a demo, I'd be like, well, what is it a demo of? I want to unwrap it. I wouldn't say like, oh, it's just a demo. Fuck this. Not, <laughs> no need to find out what it is. <laughs> yeah, no, no intellectual curiosity yeah. here. It just, it's such lazy storytelling. They couldn't come up with what would be a great toy. And I don't know. Isn't it a sin to lie? <laughs> I thought he was a good guy. Has, has Batman... Compl- uh, well, I guess there's part there's of the- no heroes in capitalism either. 
<laughs> oh man, only buyers. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but it's. I wonder when did um, uh, Pulp Fiction? Pulp Fiction had to 94. be around this time. Ninety four. Ninety four. Oh, so this was pre Pulp Fiction. You're talking about the the scene where they open up the chest and there's a golden whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm wondering if that was in their heads, but this was before that. It was before. Okay. Um, as the resident Alvin and the Chipmunk scholar, I happen to know that Pulp Fiction was in 94. <laughs> I'm very impressed you just pulled that number instantly. You didn't have to think about it's it. It's one of several numbers. I yeah. could be lying. <laughs> I guess that's true, yeah. <laughs> you're just very confident, so I just assume you know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, if, if any audience wants to correct me on that, you know, feel free to post in the comments. Uh, so, um, what, what happens next? So they go to the, the, uh, the gala. The, <laughs> That's right, the orphans. Yeah. Um, and and uh, the, at the benefit, uh, Mickey asks Bryce where, where Batmunk is. Because they, they say that uh, they're going to have this big gala for the, the orphans and un, uh, launch the, the new toy. 100% of the profits are going to, to orphans. And Mickey has some line about like, but that that could be millions of dollars. It's, wow! Yeah, it's like well, he's he's already like a billionaire. Like it's if he wants to yeah. give the profits to one toy, but you don't even know what this toy is. So how can you speculate how much the profits? And are there are only be? ten people in this city, right? <laughs> well, if they're spending like a million dollars a piece on and the toy. And four of them are thieves. <laughs> All right, so hold on. So let's let's do this, yeah. right? So let's. I think it's a good time, isn't it? Sure. All the characters have been introduced. Right. We've got Batmunk. Yes. And we've got Bryce Wayne. I suppose we should count them as one, right? Well, everyone thinks that they're two different people, though. So. So Bryce Wayne could go out and buy the toy, and then Batmunk can go out and buy the toy. Right. Theoretically, right? Is Vicky Vale would assume Mickey Mail would assume that they both could buy it? Yeah. Okay. So we got two people. Mm-hmm. Got Vicky Vale herself. Yeah. Mickey Mail. Mickey Mail. Um, and despite the fact that uh, the character is apparently voiced by a male actor, I don't think that she would necessarily buy uh, a, a toy marketed for boys because that's not allowed in 1990. We don't know if it is marketed for boys because we have no idea, we have no what, idea it what it is. is. It's true. Maybe it's just like a, an easy bake oven or something. Yeah. It, it could be <laughs> totally marketed towards girls. We have no idea. It could be hitting things. <laughs> that's true. Um, all right. So hold on. So then we got the jokester. Yeah. We got the three goons. Yeah. Can you remind what their names are? Uh, Curly, Moe, and Chuckles. And we got Happy. Yeah. And that's it, right? Yeah. Isn't there a mayor or someone? Is there anyone introducing? Think, MC or someone? No, they, they allude to the possibility that there are police, but we never see them, and the villains don't seem to be picked up by the police, so maybe they don't <laughs> we exist. We never see the police. What's yeah. up with that? Yeah. Not even like, you know, curling down the street looking for, you know, trying to find Batman or God knows. Yeah, they have this big car chase and there's no other cars on the road during this chase. That's true. Not only is there no other people that we see, there's no other cars. Maybe this is Batman in like this post-apocalyptic world. (laughs) There's just nobody left. Yeah. Everyone's been wiped out by this virus. Everyone's on toys. Yes, toys are the new currency. They're good little capitalists. They just want. They don't know what it's for. They just want it. It's a new thing, so I, I must have this. I must thing. have it. Old thing's bullshit. Yeah. I don't want that broken puzzle. Fuck that. <laughs> it's it's old. I already have it's, it. <laughs> I already have a worthless puzzle. Yeah. Uh, so the, at the, the benefit, uh, he Mickey Mail had announced that uh, uh, Batmunk himself is going to be guarding the, the toy at How this benefit. How did she benefit. get this information? Was it announced to her? 
uh, maybe I guess Batmunk probably tells her to go on TV and say this when he when he saves her. Do you see this is on camera? No, I'm just I'm speculating. Yeah. Um, I mean, could could Vicky Vale be lying? Mickey Mail? Sure, maybe. I, I don't know, but but she seems to think that Batmunk is going to be there. She asks. Are Bryce, you saying that the news media is dishonest? <laughs> fake news. <laughs> Mickey Mail, fake news. Uh, <laughs> So at the the, um, the benefit, Mickey Mouse asks Bryce where Batmunk is. He's like, "Oh, uh, 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 I'm sure he'll be here soon." And why does he? Why is he? Why is he sheepish about this? Why would he say, "Why? Why the fuck would Batman show up to my thing?" Yeah, I didn't invite him. I I don't know Batmunk. I'm not in charge of Batmunk. Yeah, how would I know when he's going to be here? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure this question comes up a lot. Yeah, you know, it, could it be the first time that anyone's ever asked him about Batmunk at all ever? Just isn't sure again, it goes back to the fact that there's eight people in the city, and so Mickey Mouse got to be like, "Well, I'm not Batmunk, so yeah. I don't think the jokester is. I don't think the three villains are." So that narrows it down to uh, Curly, or, uh, uh, Happy, and the guy who is the exact same height and weight as Batmunk. So, do you think jokester assumes that Batmunk is a discreet person, or does he think that it's either Mickey Mouse, uh, Happy, or Bruce? Bryce Wayne. Uh, or maybe it's him. Does he assume that it's him? Is he ooh. so narcissistic that he... he I like that. so out of touch? Yeah. It's spoiler. <laughs> Twist at the end. Jokester is Bad Monk. <laughs> and this thing is so short they just don't have time to go into anything. So I don't know what Jokester's goals are. He doesn't seem to care who Bat Monk is. Bat Monk is just an obstacle to his goals. He's not trying to take down Bat That's Monk. That's right. That's true. He might as well be another cop. Yeah, yeah. he is. He's I wish fine. there were none. Right. Yeah, he's fine with taking that Batmunk, but that's just a means to an end. It's right. not his goal in and right. of itself. Right. Uh, so, uh, Bryce Wayne is about to give this uh, big speech when, uh, uh, and and throughout the scene, Happy's mustache disappears and reappears a few times. <laughs> and then, yeah, then the jokester arrives in a hot air balloon shaped like his head. And he, he tries to steal the toy, but he grabs Bryce and Mickey instead and flees, leaving a ransom note. Wouldn't a helicopter be more appropriate in this scenario? Yeah, because you can't really travel in a hot air balloon with any... It doesn't have a means of propulsion. That's right. It just kind of sits there. And I guess it goes up and it goes down. As far as yeah, and if, you got to hope there's like a wind blowing you in the direction you want to go. If any audience member wants to just correct us on our, our hot air balloon physics, please <laughs> leave, leave, leave something in the comments. Matt's really encouraging a lot of comments. We just look. This is not. I mean, this is not the, my first time in the show, but I do mm. want to encourage audience participation. <laughs> uh, so he the, he grabs Bryce Wayne and, and Mickey instead, and then he he uh, leaves this ransom note saying. Uh, I'm going to kill Bryce and, and Mickey at midnight if Batmunk doesn't show up with the toy. Do we see any other people at the gala? I don't think we do. Not even like randos kind of mingling about? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure it's just the, the three or four of them. Like the, the camera angles are just so tight. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> so, awesome. so he says that he's going to kill them if uh, if they don't if Batmunk doesn't bring the toy to this abandoned amusement park by midnight and he puts them on this broken roller coaster and uh he, he's ready to to kill them and mickey mail's like oh no i'm sure bat monk will show up and save us and uh brace is kind of 
a little bit nervous. He's like, no, I don't think Batman's going to show yeah, up. Yeah, pretty sure. But he's still kind of playing it close to the vest. And he's Yeah. still won't. He won't say why he's so sure that Batman. Despite the fact that, you know, Theodore dressed, sorry, Happy dressed yeah. as Batman, burst through the door while she was there. Yeah. <laughs> but not sure through the door, she, through the wall. Through the wall. Sure that she must have something. Well, sure enough, it's it's uh, Chekhov's Batman costume. <laughs> uh, <because laughs> you leave it around enough. Yeah. Uh, uh, Happy puts on the, the Batman costume and he gets into the uh, uh, bat plane. He's flying it around and doesn't know how to how to use it. Just hitting buttons. And um, there's a apparently the plane can talk now for the, the first time. We haven't seen this before. Won't see it again. Some kind of Hal Nine Thousand. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I suggest you hit the gray button, sir. And uh, which gray gray button? All of them. How does the machine know what gray is? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. And also, it's there's thirty gray buttons. He's got a good point. Like yeah. which, which one? He turns it from a, a plane to a, a car and uh, makes his way to the um, to the amusement park. And he he saves them as they're they're hurtling towards. There's like a break in the the gap of the the, the roller coaster track. So he saves them, lowers a, ra- a rope down to them, and, and saves them. And then. Um, uh, Bryce puts on a, an extra Batman cape, and he but they don't have an extra mask, so happy. Do you remember the scene where like where they're on the roller coaster and uh, the, the Theodore, sorry, Happy, mm-hmm. uh, lowers the ladder and Batman, or sorry, Bryce Wayne, yeah, has his hands out of the ropes. Yeah, because he's supposed to be tied up. He's tied up until that moment. Yeah, and he's just not tied up anymore. Yeah. I mean, naturally, what I would have done, if, if I wanted to, to limit the use of his hands, I would have just chopped him off. Why does that not happen anymore? <laughs> <laughs> People are terrible at, at hostages. That would be a very dark moment for Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> Alvin just mutilating. Yeah, I mean, come on. These goons are like, wow, there's a chipmunk with disposable thumbs. That's not normal. Let's take, these, let's take care of these real quick. <laughs> the goons are like, whoa, this is... I did not say on this. This is some sci-fi shit right here. This got very dark. <laughs> what are you doing, man? <laughs> Off of the toy. Hey, you know what? You know what? I, I, I'm not going to back away from that. They were about to kill him for yeah. no reason. Yeah. Like, that's not a good hostage situation. No. You know, like, how is, how is putting him on a hurtling, you know, fucking roller coaster mm-hmm. destined for death? How is that any better than, than just chopping off his hands and making sure he doesn't escape? I, I guess because he doesn't die, it's better. Cool, because it's because so the outcome. All right, so I, I think if he hadn't been saved and he just crashed, and you just seen this dead chipmunk yeah, there on the ground. At that point, you can see that would be a very dark yeah. for this episode to go. I, I was rooting for it. <laughs> um, I'm, yeah, I'm a little disappointed. So I did take some notes. So I, go, before please. we go back, um, so at the at the benefit gala, there were people, not chipmunks. Mm-hmm. Oh, there were. Yes. Okay. So I ask you, who's the orphan? Are the chipmunks the orphans in this in this society? Are the people the, or- the orphans? They don't seem to talk. <laughs> I mean, Bryce Wayne is an orphan, and I think the chipmunks are orphans. You're right. I think you're right. In their or are they just stolen? <laughs> stolen from some lab? Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, if their parents aren't around, I guess regardless of how they came to be not around, they're still orphans. They're like weird ninja turtle things. 
Yeah, they are kind of half human, half chipmunks. <laughs> yeah, something. They really just have very little in common with chipmunks. <laughs> like if you just you could just say that they're people, and I would buy that. That's just the way people are drawn in this universe. Well, it's funny because through the history of this um, of this series, right? They were they came into being because the voice apparently sounded like chipmunks. Mm-hmm. They don't sound like chipmunks, no. but this guy uh, in the 1950s decided that they did, and then from there, it just slowly morphed into not chipmunks. <laughs> it's just weird how that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Have you seen any of the, the new Alan and the Chipmunk uh, things? The, the movies, the live yeah. action? No. I saw the the Witch Doctor thing with David Cross as he introduced They're him. small in that one, right? Yeah, they are. Yeah, so yeah, they, yeah. they actually have something in common with chipmunks. That's true. With this, they're like three feet tall. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah, and they're like... I mean, can you imagine if, if Batmunk had to fight like a normal-sized person? <laughs> How big were the were the three stooges? Normal people height? Normal people size, right? Yeah. They weren't chipmunks, I don't think. Oh, do you mean do you mean the actual three stooges or the No 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 I'm sorry. And yeah. and uh Batmunk three stooges. Oh I, I I have no idea. A little taller than Batmunk, but not that much taller. Yeah. Uh, another point that I wanted to bring up before we uh we draw to the exciting conclusion of Batmunk. Mm-hmm. In the eighties was it common for like for retail items like toys and things to have like iPhone style press conferences? <laughs> You know what I, mean? I can't imagine it was. You know, like uh, unveiling the new toy. Maybe they did it internally to their own like shareholders or whatever. Yeah, I. I mean, I guess everything has some kind of a release date, and it's just not something I'm usually aware of. Are we just too millennial for this? <laughs> but like my my girlfriend, uh, we had to go to to Target one time at like eight in the morning because this new clothing line was having its debut at at Target. Okay. And she was really concerned it was going to sell out. And then we no more. There. They're not going to make any more. Yeah. Well, we got there and nobody wanted this. And so <laughs> nobody was looking for it. We didn't have, we could have gotten there two weeks later. It would have been fine. But yeah. it, it just hadn't even occurred to me that there are things at Target that like have a debut, that this is the first day they're going to be there. Yeah. I have never been aware of when something is coming to Target. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think, like, there certainly wasn't any kind of, like, what are some other hot items that you would buy at the resale stores in, like, the mid-2000s, prior to e-powers? Uh, I guess video games have big releases. Is that, are you, is that what you mean? Yeah, or, or like... a release date? Or, like, like the thing I remember, the hot item when I was a kid was, like, the Harry Potter books. Sure, right? yeah, yeah, you yeah. Would go to the store, and there'd be a big to-do, and they'd run out, and mm-hmm. children would cry. It was awesome. Um... <laughs> But I don't remember there being any kind of press conference, right? No. And it, you know, when they revealed the Harry Potter book? Yeah. <laughs> it was like, well, what world will cover be this time? Actually, I do remember uh, people speculating about, like, what's the title going to be? But <laughs> I don't remember there, there being a big unveiling. You're right. Yeah, I mean, this guy, I mean, I hate to say it, I think this whole Batman thing is just completely ahistorical. <laughs> well, it's, it's not even, it's not like it's a period piece. <laughs> That's it, true. It's it contemporaneous. Came out in 1990. Right? Yeah. Um, we we as a as an audience are just appreciating ten years after the fact. Uh, Twenty years after Shit, the fact. It's been, you're right. Thank God. Uh, you know, it's it just occurred to me this came out in, in 1990, and we were thinking that this was uh, as if someone had heard about Batman but not seen it. Right. Batman came out in 1989. Right. But it takes a long time to animate stuff. 
So it's probably exactly what happened. <laughs> they probably heard this new movie, Batman, is going to come out. Yeah. And saw maybe some trailers like, yeah, that sounds like something we could parody. Yeah. We've got the basic idea of what this is from this trailer. Yeah, we should have watched the trailer. I, yeah. bet, I bet Michael Keaton does sleep upside down in the trailer. That's not like an 80s... I, I know he does it in the movie. It wouldn't be surprising if he did in the trailer. You know what I mean? If they're like, imagine a world where Batman... And then you just have him, like, you know, up, upside down as yeah. he does. And then Joker... Is Joker... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's strange. Um, so we're, we're right at the end. So uh, uh, Bryce Wayne puts on... The, he takes a, the mask from Happy, and now he's... He's got a uh, a cape and the Batmunk mask. He's wearing like a tuxedo, <laughs> and uh, oh, and roller skates. He gets some roller skates out of the car. Why is he wearing a tuxedo? Because that's what he's wearing before. Yeah. Why is he wearing a hat? Why is he wearing the cowl? The uh, cowl? He took it from from Happy. But why? To hide his identity. <laughs> I guess as I it didn't occur to me how insane that was until he's not even wearing the bat suit. I mean, he doesn't have the the gizmo build or anything. Yeah, and you, you're right that like the jokester would have to be like. Hey, that guy's wearing the exact same tuxedo as the guy that we just kidnapped. Yeah, he's one of six people in this entire. Universe. <laughs> right. Yeah, the cow's not going to hide his identity where he's dressed exactly yeah. the same. Uh, but he he roller skates down the the roller coaster. He jumps onto the the jokester. All right, so so the chipmunks are three feet tall. Mm-hmm. I'm five foot seven. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could straddle the uh, the the tracks for a roller coaster. I don't think they're pretty, I think they're pretty, probably pretty wide, right? I would think so. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I've never tried to roller skate down one, but I assume, <laughs> I mean, the Metro tracks are pretty wide. I don't know if I can straddle those, you know, near subway for all our listeners in New York city. Sure. Uh, no, I, I don't think, uh, they're not really designed to be straddled. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want you to. <laughs> it's made explicitly for me. <laughs> Hey, hold on a second. We that was another instance of Batman breaking the rules. That's not allowed. Ooh, that's right. He's you know? uh, he's not a good. He's the fascist. Right. Yeah. I think he's allowed to break the rules. It's just nobody else is. The rules are whatever he says. The rules are. Okay, then he's a good fascist. Yeah. No, he's a bad capitalist. Good fascist. <laughs> uh, so he um, uh, Happy takes off the the mask in front of Mickey though, and she's gaga over him. She she thinks that he's Batmunk. And, um, so the, he, uh, uh, the real Batmunk slides down the roller coaster, uh, knocks down the, the jokester and jokester starts throwing a tantrum and you never find out what the toy is. They just cut away before anything happens. Then it cuts to back at the garage. Uh, the chipmunks argue about whose idea it was to, to put fins on the car and they're all like, oh, that was a great idea. It was my idea. And then. Uh, Dave shows up. He's like, "What the? Who put fins on my car?" And they're like, "Oh, it was uh, the other that's one's right, idea." That's right. That's right. That's uh, right. Dave is. It, it, they're just like tied on. They're not glued to his car. Yeah, probably losing his mind a little bit. <laughs> Dave's just you watch way any, too tight. Any, did you watch any of the Treasure Island things for even for a little bit? I did. I watched the whole Treasure Island one and most of the Sherlock Holmes episode that followed this. Oh, there's another one? Yeah. Okay, so I watched about five minutes of the Treasure Island one. Mm-hmm. And they fuck up the TV. Do they? Yeah. That's, re- that's right. Alvin just like is playing video games and he just shoots it with a light Vi- gun. You know, now I'm using scare quotes here. Video games, whatever yeah. that is. Right. I mean, I thought this is all about cross-promotion. Why not name video games? <laughs> Connor, Why not say Nintendo? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, but they fuck up the TV. I mean, it's going to be expensive to replace. And what does Dave do? He just reads him a book. Yeah. I think he just has weird mood swings, man. I don't get this guy, Dave. <laughs> he reminds me a little of uh, uh, Butter's dad from South Park. Oh, yeah? Where he's just like, you're grounded, mister, just flipping out of the smallest thing. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't eat that whole sandwich? Ah, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's true. That's true. I mean, can you imagine how annoying it would be to have those three things? You're like, you're never going to grow uh, above three feet tall. <laughs> you, you know, like, there's some something awful happening to your voice. You won't stop, quote unquote, harmonizing. Yeah. Um, yeah, that'd be awful. I wouldn't want those kids. So that's uh, that's Batmunk. That's Batmunk. Um, Matt, would you recommend this movie? Depends. <laughs> I think even even uh, as a joke, I don't think I could recommend this movie. <laughs> I don't even know if I can call it a movie. Yeah, this this episode of TV. Would you recommend people go out and watch this? Oh well, if they're if if they're not afraid of small toys, <laughs> then certainly. I coming into this, I had so much nostalgia attached to this. Yeah. And I thought, I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna be able to separate the nostalgia from uh whether or not they should go. Don't don't see this. I, I was able to separate it. It's for about ten minutes I was really into this and really enjoying it. And then after ten minutes I'm like, I've I've had enough. This I mean, is I don't need to, to watch more. I I personally, um, not to get into cross promotion myself. Mm-hmm. I honestly would listen to our uh, account of the Batmunk movie mm-hmm. rather than going to watch it. Yeah. I think I can say that with a fair degree of certainty. I, I would say listen to this podcast rather than, than do anything. True. Just true. I mean, rather than watch other movies, just listen to a podcast about something else we've covered. <laughs> Don't go see Thor Ragnarok. Watch our Bat Pussy. Listen to our Bat Pussy episode. <laughs> Oh, okay, so before we before we cut, um, I I do want to ask a question about the licensing for this Batman. Sure. So, do they, could they license the Batman uh, intellectual property, but not call it Batman? Or are they I'm, just trying I'm to make I'm guessing their own? it's something like that. I'm guessing that they had to to make it far off enough that it's a parody. Okay. I, I'm assuming. I don't know. I mean, I I would sue the hell out of them, wouldn't you? <laughs> what the fuck is this bullshit? <laughs> I guess if you don't actually call it Batman, then they have a certain amount of like Treasure Island and Sherlock Holmes are in. The they, yeah, domain. absolutely. So uh, you know, I went to a bookstore last night. They had an entire Sherlock Holmes section. <laughs> There's yeah. just so many Sherlock Holmes books written by other authors. You can have a whole section. Is of Batman in the public domain? No. Is it GC Comics? Yeah. Interesting. But there have been a lot of unauthorized Batman stuff in in other countries. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet. Yeah. The Philippines. Turkey had a Batman movie. Mexico had one. Uh, mostly Philippines. The Philippines, one Japanese one, but like 10 Filipino Batman movies. Um, so let's, before we, we wrap this up, let's talk about where um, this, who would be this actor? Um, Theodore was the, no, Simon. Simon uh, is Batman. So let's talk about where the actor who played Simon um so Ross Bag Bagdarsian Jr., uh, where he belongs in our big list of Batman. Uh, we've got 39 spots on the list right now. Top five are Christian Bale, Kevin Conroy, Adam West, Will Friedle, and Michael Keaton. In that order? Yes. Bottom five are Mark Shannon from Batman Doll Pianeta Eros, Shane Collins from Batfan Begins, 
the unknown actors from Bat Pussy, Adam Pecoraro from Batman Night of Halloween, and David Noble from The, the Disagreement. Um, so the metrics we always use to talk about how good a Batman this is. The car, uh, gadgets, is he smart, is he a good fighter, and then the, the costume itself. So let's talk about the, the car. Uh, what did you think about the, the car? The car was pretty dope. I mean, it, it transformed at a dime, right? Yeah, it could switch between a plane, a car, a boat instantly. It has some security issues, though, because Happy managed to get into it. That's right. And fucked shit up, and we just can't have that. Yeah. I mean, the Russians might try to hack it. You know? <laughs> and it's like giving them tips on how to hack. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on. Up, update, upgrade that security. It's also, but it's got like a, a magnet that can come out. Yeah. Uh, it's got a grappling hook. Um, I think those are the only two. Oh, it's got like the nitrous. Why boost. does it have a grappling hook? Uh, is it going to try to scale a building? It, maybe it could be that, or it could be the way they use it is to make very sharp turns, which is another thing from, I think it was just Batman Returns, maybe the first Batman. Okay. Oh, God, I'm doing it now, the first Batman. Batman 1989, maybe it did that, too. Okay. Um, the car's pretty good. It's one of the better Batmobiles we've seen. Okay. Um, I'll give it a good grade, security notwithstanding. Yeah. Uh, is he, is he, do we think that Batmonk is uh, smart? Yes. You think so? Simon? Yeah, he's smart. Well, man, I don't know. He's, he's certainly got that reputation. Do we think he's actually smart, though? Yeah, just based purely on what we see here, is there evidence that he's smart? Is he a good detective? Is he... Uh... I don't see him doing any detective work. Right. Um, he struggles to have uh, to, to conceal his identity to Vicki Vale at all. Yeah. I. He didn't bother to make any kind of security mechanism to either his Batcave... He didn't fire Happy the first time or execute him or chop off his hands or any of that. <laughs> you know, like, Happy. You really hung up with his chopping off hands. I saw a lot of MS-13 ads, okay? <laughs> you were daddy for the Virginia election. Um, no, I mean, I, I would say, uh, you know what, Batman, you need to up your security. You're not that smart. Yeah, there, there's no real evidence uh, that he's, he's smart from this. Okay. I, I don't think so. Uh, is he good in a fight? I don't remember him fighting. Not really. No, no fisticuffs. No, not fisticuffs. He he jumps on the Joker, Jokester at the end, and he throws some gadgets and stuff at the uh, the goons right, at the, the beginning. beginning. But that's the extent of the fighting. Do we do we consider like the car chase is that aspect up in there? Uh, I, I would lump that in with the car. Okay. Oh yeah, I'd, I'd say I mean complete grade. Yeah. Um, not really enough to go on there. Um, Certainly not, in, you know, no ninjutsu or, you know. No, no. Um, is he, uh, gadgets? Gadgets. How many gadgets? Are they good? He's got uh, the big bomb. <laughs> he's got a big bomb. Uh, he's, he's got, got a, a tiny toy. Yeah. Uh, he's got a boomerang that he throws at one point. Right. He's got a rope with like a, a batarang attached to oh, it. Oh, he's got the, the fucking thing from Thunderball. He's got the jetpack. That's right. He's yeah, got a jetpack from baller. his belt. Uh, he's got... Yo, that's baller. Yeah. I... He shoots like some darts from his wrist at one point. Alright, that's pretty cool. Gadgets are pretty good. Yeah. I've seen much gadgets worse. Gadgets strong point. Um, the costume... Oh, he's got the, the, the scissors that come out of the belt to cut him out from the ropes. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. He's got the belt scissors. Gadgets, he's really good. Yeah. Uh, costume. Costume. Looks like it was made out of the cotton. Yeah. Kind of like wool blend. 
uh, doesn't have the Batman logo on the chest. Uh, Batman says, Monk, BM, right? Yeah, it says BM, which it's, is... It's a battle movement, right? Yes. <laughs> not, not the greatest uh, letter choice there. Uh, Why not BMK? Or... <laughs> um, and then he's got big glasses on over the cowl. All right, get some context. Yeah, really, you know what I'm saying? Really. You're fighting crime. Yeah, get some wasted. If you were ever in a fight, those those could fall off, fall off your your face. Yeah, and luckily what are you he's not do? engaged in fisticuffs. I mean, yeah. can you imagine the first you know bad guy that's like, oh, you're wearing glasses when you just elbow those. Yeah, let me just done. smack those off your face, yeah. and then you're out of this fight. <laughs> and then you lose. Yeah, the end of the legend. Uh, so I'd say kind of middle of the road, and yeah. he's got some good stuff. A couple of things that there's just no. No evidence. He's good in a fight. I'm no surprised that you smart. don't incorporate the Bat voice, the Batman voice. Yeah, Bat. If we were, if we want to talk about that, it's not. It's it, just his normal voice. It, not, not only is it just his normal voice, but it's a could not be more high pitched. Yeah, it's the only way that it's in any way uh, audible to the, the human ear. <laughs> it's like the polar opposite of Christian Bale. Right. Yeah, or the Ben Affleck one or anything. Yeah. You know. um, uh, so it, this always gets tricky when my normal co-hosts aren't here who haven't seen all these movies. But um, so let's let, let's talk about some that you have seen. Well, number twenty-nine on our list is No One. <laughs> Would this movie be better if they just cut out all the Batman stuff? Would that make this? Can you rephrase thing? the question? <laughs> if somebody just edited this and cut out every reference to Batman, would this be a better or worse movie? Ooh, okay. So hold on, let me just put this into my into ways that I can understand. Mm-hmm. So you just have uh, Bryce Wayne and Vicky Vale going at it, mm-hmm. donating toys mm-hmm. with the jokester. And yeah, the, God, I mean, yeah, then it turns into like. It turns into like a Robin Hood thing where like the jokester is like stealing from the rich. Yeah. Right? Yeah, there's no like element of, of, of uh, you know, hidden fascism, hidden authoritarianism there. I, you know what? I would say it's better. It would be better with the Batman. Oh, you think it's better with no Batman? I don't know. I don't know. Talk to me. I'm, I'm willing to be convinced. You think it'd be better with the Batman? I, there's no ending to it without Batman. It's it just uh, uh, the jokester puts them on this roller coaster and then they're hurtling to their death, and then that's the end. Well, you know, the end of history illusion is one of the more prevalent ones in our society. So you know what? I'm okay with it. <laughs> I, I think he's got to be better. I mean, he's not hes not a great What's around there? Um, above that, we've got Ron Haydock from Rat Finkaboo-Boo. That's a Batman movie? It is. Uh, Sounds like a porno. <laughs> right below no one is Olan Soule from Adventures of Batman and Super Friends. Um, a lot of these, a lot of the stuff below no one, a lot of them are, are fan films. We've got Mark Shannon from the, uh, Batman doll, Piano to Eros, the Italian Batman porn. Um, we've got Vince Bruno from Batman's going to get shot in the face. Um, below, above that, Jim Browband from Spider-Plant Man, Robert Lowry from the 1949 Batman and Robin serial. Jack Smith from Batman, Dracula, the Andy Warhol film. Um, you know, a twenty-nine is an appropriate place. It's just it's it's an awkward number, and it was an awkward adaptation. Well, let's talk about somebody else you you're familiar with, George Clooney in Batman and Robin. Is this better, a better or worse Batman than than George Clooney's? 
Um, well, I would. George Clooney has nipples. <laughs> yeah, no nipples in this. No Batman. nipples in this one. Probably um, costume department about equal. Yeah. Uh, 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 gadgets. I mean, they both have a lot of gadgets. Yeah. George Clooney's got better hair though. <laughs> um, I think he's. I. You know what? Simon is worse than Bat- than Batman from George Clooney. Um. Yeah, I think it's. I think they're pretty close, but I think I think George Clooney's <laughs> probably. Hey, on the George Clooney. <laughs> I I have to listen to that episode. I no, I like George Clooney more than most people. I oh, think. Really? Okay, yeah. Okay. I, I think that movie has its place, and if you go into it knowing and expecting it's going to be very campy and silly, then it's it's fun. You just can't expect it to be dark and brooding. Yeah. Um, I think Batman and and Robin gets a bad rap. You know what? There's no origin story in this Batmunk thing. Demerit. <laughs> I don't think that, everyone has to have an origin isn't story. Isn't that the entire point? Uh, not, not always. I, well, I think Batman's it, origin has been done so much that you don't always have to. Okay, but it, but in this one, is it clear that his parents were, were murdered by someone? I, I don't think there's an Alvin and the Chipmunks thing where it's clear someone was murdered. <laughs> Why doesn't he trust the police? Can we ask that question? Uh, he's a vigilante. What he's doing is not legal. I thought he was all about following the rules. You know what? He's all about following his own rules. His own rules. God, what a, what a trashy character. Yeah. God, I, I, you know, you know, I don't, I don't like him at all. I like the jokes are better. Uh, between George Clooney and I'm gonna put him in at. Um, he's got to be better than Christopher James from Legends: Colon The Dark Knight. Parentheses, medieval Batman fan film. Can I know why? Because that Batman didn't have any gadgets. He just was walking around in armor and fighting people with a sword. (laughs) (laughs) He's got to be better than Andrew Harvell from Batman Beyond, Forgotten Memories. That was just a horrible costume, and he didn't do much. Um, Uh... Between George Clooney and Joey DeLeon from Alias Batman and Robin, that sounds like a fair place to, to put this. I'm comfortable with that. Okay. So number 21, kind of middle of the road. Not We've seen much higher, but we've also seen much lower. Um, Matt, do you have anything you want to you plug? Do you have a, a Twitter or anything you want to tell people about? Uh, no Twitter. Um, certainly no, uh, no sponsors. Uh, no book. No, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm happy to be on the show. Thank you so much, Danny, for inviting me. <laughs> well, thank you for, for being here. Next week on the show, uh, we're doing something a little bit unusual. We're taking a, uh, a break from the, the normal Batman, and we're, uh, we're doing a crossover with uh, Up, Up, and Away to talk about Three Dev Adam, a Turkish film where Spider-Man fights Captain America. It's going to be very fun. Uh, Matt, we end every episode by shouting the word Kareem. Do you want to lead us in a Kareem? Kareem! Kareem!